Hey, Wiki listeners, it's Rachel. And Victor, did you know I host the fantastic NYC talent show every Monday night at the Parkside Lounge in New York City? It's an off-off Broadway showcase where you can see New York's underground performance art up close. We've got weekly special guests like Colin Quinn, Janine Garofalo, Tone Bell, and lots more. Use the code WIKILISTEN for a special discount on tickets when you go to nyctalentshow.com. That's nyctalentshow.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is the Wikipedia page for Baby Esther, Part 1 of 2. Welcome to Wikilisten, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I am Victor Vernado, KSN. And I'm Rachel Teichman, LMSW, reminding you to subscribe. Subscribe, boy. Let's do it. Baby Esther, which we actually read a different page for an Esther Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, thinking that it was this Esther Lee Jones. It was not. It was a different Esther Jones who was also notable in the music world. But the reason that this baby Esther is particularly notable and the reason that we thought we were reading her in the first place is because Esther Lee Jones, in this case, a lot of people believe that she is the reason Betty Boop exists. And so basically they believe that a lot of the Betty Boop, I guess, characteristics were stolen from this person. So let's find out, shall we? Now it's time to find out who the real Betty Boop is. Baby Esther. Esther Lee Jones, born 1918, date of death unknown, known by her stage name Baby Esther, Little Esther, and other similar variations, was an American singer and child entertainer of the late 1920s, known for interpreting popular songs with a mixture of seriousness and childish mischief. After gaining attention in her hometown of Chicago, she became an international celebrity before leaving the public spotlight as a teenager. In 1932, when singer Helen Kane sued Fleischer Studios, claiming that they had appropriated her persona for the voice of the cartoon character Betty Boop, the studios defended themselves by arguing that Kane's style of singing, characterized by her baby voice and use of the phrase boop boop a doop, was not her own invention. Theatrical manager Lou Bolton testified during the Kane vs. Fleischer trial that Kane saw Baby Esther's Cabaret Act in 1928, in which Esther used interpolated words such as boo-boo-boo and doo-doo-doo. 
An early test sound film of Baby Esther's performance was used as evidence. Other evidence introduced at the trial included a recording by the Duncan sisters and testimony from performers such as Bonnie Poe, Margie Hines, and Little Ann Little, who testified that she had been singing in a baby voice and using interpolations such as Bo Do Do for several years. The court ruled against Kane. Okay. But, like, how could she be singing in a baby voice if she was literally a baby? Wasn't that just her voice? Um, I don't know. Hard to tell because they weren't there. That's true. Overview. Baby Esther Lee Jones, originally billed as Little, Little, or Little Esther, was a child entertainer who lived in Chicago, Illinois. She was initially managed by her parents, Gertrude and William Jones. Esther was a trained scat singer, dancer, and acrobat who performed regularly at nightclubs in Harlem and all over the United States in the 1920s. In her act, Baby Esther danced, made funny faces, rolled her eyes, and most famously interpolated nonsense phrases such as boo-boo-boo, wa-da-da, and doo-doo-doo. By 1924, she was being managed by Lou Bolton. According to Bolton, Esther began using nonsense syllables in her singing between 1926 and her arrival in New York in 1928. In 1928, Tony Shane, Jones's New York booking agent, also served as booking agent for Helen Kane. In the later Kane v. Fleischer court case, Bolton claimed that Kane first saw Esther perform in 1928, at which time Kane had a ringside seat with Shane at the Everglades Club on Broadway. While touring Europe in 1930, Esther had already been honored along with Josephine Hall as representatives of both African Americans and the United States of America. Wiki listeners, you can support us by listening to this message while you represent your groups. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. <laughs> Thank you for listening to that message while representing your groups, everybody. All right, anyway, career. Baby Esther lived in the colored neighborhood of Chicago with her mother and father. Esther's career began in the 1920s when she won first prize at a Charleston contest in Chicago at the age of six. Russian-American theatrical manager Lou Bolton saw her performance and took her on with her first performance purportedly being in a Chicago Review, Opera versus Charleston. Bolton went on to arrange engagements for Esther in Chicago, New York, Detroit, Toronto, and other cities, after which he brought her to Europe. Esther Jones was rarely called Baby Esther while performing, most commonly going by the names Little Esther and Little Esther. 
Originally, she was billed Farina's kid sister, but was later known as the miniature Florence Mills. As Esther had started her career impersonating Florence Mills, Florence Mills was noted for her light, bright voice and her use of wordless vocalizations such as tootie tootie too. So far, we've seen doo-doo and tootie tootie. Um, those are those are poop words. Um, I think that tootie tootie is more of a fart word, but you know, whatever. Yeah, that's true. I was I was thinking that, but I was lumping together because they're both at least um, the essence of poop. Well. I separate them just because, you know, I'm a perfectionist. I mean, same. The name Farina's kid sister derived from Alan Farina Huskins, another African-American child star of the period. Apart from his ongoing role in Our Gang comedies, Huskins was an expert Charleston dancer, performing along with his sister, Baby Jane. Lou Bolton, Esther's first manager, used Hoskins' fame to promote Esther in the early years of her career. The name formulation of Little, or Lil, Esther mimicked Hoskins' Little Farina, a frequently used nickname. While touring Spain, Esther was referenced as a member of La Pandilla, the Spanish name for the Our Gang Kids, taken from their alternative series name of Howl Roach's Rascals. At least once, she was specifically tagged as the performer of Farina due to her past imitations of him. 1928 Esther performed briefly at a nightclub called the Everglades Club, where she would do imitations of Florence Mills. Late at night in June, Esther's father, William Jones, and manager, Lou Bolton, were charged for having a minor perform on stage. One write-up of the incident suggested that William Jones was not Esther's birth parent. In late 1928, Esther was signed for a talking short by Movie Tone, booked through William Morris for MGM. While the short was later listed variously as being in production or completed, it has not surfaced as of 2020. Harrison G. Smith, a business associate of Bolden Smith of New York, furnished Esther with several songs. The Turtle Walk, My Little Dixie Home, I've Got the Blues for Dixieland, and I Need a Man Around My House. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) That leaves me with so many questions. 1929. Esther toured Europe in 1929 when her age was variously reported as 7 or 10. An article in the Chicago Defender described her as the highest paid child artist in the world. While touring Europe, she delighted audiences including royalty. In Spain, she played for King Alfonso and Queen Victoria Eugenie. In Sweden, King Gustav and the Queen came to the theater especially to see her. In France, Germany, and other countries, Esther also gave private performances for the nobility and high society. Esther's travels around Europe were not entirely without fits and starts. After a dispute, Bolton was fired as the Jones family's manager and returned to the United States. Bolton blamed an Afro-French interpreter cited in Variety as Jacques Guerrier for the fracas. At first, Esther's return to the United States was announced, but Sidney Garner, evidently the same man first cited as Jacques, took over as the Joneses' manager forthwith, and the family stayed in Europe. Esther Jones first performed in France at the Moulin Rouge. In Paris, Esther was known as the miniature Josephine Baker. Vu, a leading illustrated weekly, devoted the entire front cover to her picture and a full page in the interior. Esther was described as singing, dancing, doing the splits, and generally carrying on to the great delight of her audiences, and was dubbed as being too cute for words. 
<laughs> just like my new kittens. Singing, dancing, and doing the splits. <laughs> the London Sunday People, in its review of Pear's plays, said of Esther, quote, Thousands flock no longer to the Moulin Rouge to see Mistinguet herself, or the clever American ballet girls, or the beautiful women of the corps, but to applaud a little mite, ten-year-old who has won fame and wealth within the space of a few weeks. We are living in an age of speed, but this amazing little child has broken every record of sudden theatrical success. In Stockholm, Sweden in August, Esther was famously refused service at an American restaurant run by Branda Tomten an immigrant from the United States. Swedish dignitaries and officials around the country spoke up in support of Esther and objected to Tomden's discrimination, railing against American Jim Crowism in Sweden, forcing the restaurant to close. Nice. Way to go, Sweden. Way to go, Sweden. 1930 to 1934. Esther continued her success in South America in Rio de Janeiro, Buenos Aires, Sao Paulo, and... Montevideo. She proved to be a sensation. In Rio de Janeiro, American Ambassador Morgan came to see her play after her performance and came backstage to congratulate her. He praised her ability to sing in different languages and invited her to perform for him at the American Embassy. Accompanying Esther was Gordon Stretton, who was known as the Prince of Wales' favorite jazz entertainer. In the course of the evening, the president of Brazil expressed to Sidney Garner his great pleasure at seeing such capable black American artists in Brazil. Esther was interviewed in Rio de Janeiro by press who wanted to know how she had avoided the racists who lynched and burned black people in Texas and Alabama. Esther replied that she had so far escaped their wrath by staying out of the South. When Esther returned to the United States, she purportedly continued touring and danced for Cab Calloway and his orchestra as one of his sepia dancers at his club in New York. Citation needed. In 1934, Esther billed as the sepia dancing doll appeared with Helena Justice Harlem Maniacs Review. Isn't this like the third article in a row that we've had to read the word review? Like spelled R-E-V-U-E? I don't know. Yeah, it's been coming up a lot recently. I'm still not really sure what it means. Well, as long as you're sure. Well, I said I'm not really sure. Okay. In July 1934, Esther performed in Philadelphia at a midnight benefit performance for the NAACP, along with numerous other African-American stars. The Baltimore Afro-American commented that, quote, Little Esther had a bit too much art and finesse, born of her extensive travel and contacts, not to mention expert tutelage, for her to bring spontaneous applause. But she had charm and grace, and, and, form. Her acrobatic dance number was very good. Esther made another Philadelphia appearance in September at a benefit for the Douglas Hospital, hosted by the famed dancer Bill Bojangles Robinson. Notably, Robinson also taught Helena Justa and Florence Mills. Esther has been verified as giving routine performances as late as September 1934, but her later activities are unknown. In 1934, she may have been 12 or 13 years old, as her age was reported as 7 in June 1928, and in March 1929, or she may have been 15 or 16, as other articles from 1929 described Esther as 10 years old. And an article during the week of August 27th, 
and an article during the week of August 22nd, 1931, seems to say she was 12 then. A mystery. It is a mystery. Well, that's where we're going to end it for today. Um, That's some background. And then tomorrow we're going to get more into the Kane versus Fleischer case where we learn more about whether she was the origin of Betty Boop. Was she the origin of Betty Boop? That is a big question. Will the real Betty Boop please stand up? Boop, boop, ba-doop, you know? I sure do. This has been the Wikipedia page for Baby Esther, part one of two. Thanks for listening to Wikilisten. You can find us at wikilisten.com and on all social media and on TikTok at Wikilisten. Except for X, which is at wiki underscore listen. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts because it really helps us out. Check us out on YouTube for more content. And don't forget to smash that subscribe button with your birth certificate. If there's a particular page you'd like us to read, let us know. We will read it. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.